It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Well, it wasn't the candidate that we expected, but the Washington Commanders have their new head coach. And here to help us break it all down is our host over at Locked On Commanders, David Harrison. I am Ross Jackson, a Locked On NFL expert. David, uh, a lot of us kind of expected that this was going to be Ben Johnson, the OC out of Detroit, but he sort of pulled his name away, said he was staying in Detroit to the Washington Commanders land on Dan Quinn here. Uh, did they make the right hire at head coach? You know, I think at the end of the day, Ross, what we've got to do here from a commander's perspective is really trust the process. And I'm not saying that tongue in cheek because Josh Harris right. is a part owner of the Philadelphia 76ers. But really, that's kind of been the whole the whole message coming from the ownership group uh, and on down even into the hiring of the GM, Adam Peters, is they're looking for certain criteria of who these people are. They're looking for certain characteristics of their personality, and they're looking for people that they can all be in lockstep with because they want to make sure that everybody is on the same page. And. So in that essence, if Dan Quinn is a guy whose leadership ability and style they believe in, and if Dan Quinn is a coach that is on the same page as Adam Peters and Josh Harris as the managing partner of the ownership group, then yes, they made the right hire. Is it the one that everybody loves? Absolutely not. And as you always tell us, I am preparing to try to match my audience's energy when I do my Locked On Commanders episode later because I need to respect that you know this is not the guy that most people wanted, but I also want to try to deliver to them why it could work moving down the, the road but i mean you know how this goes ross like really we're gonna know if this was the right decision in like three years time yeah not in january or, or i should say february 1st yeah so when you look at what it is that dan quinn does bring i know a lot of folks were excited about the potential of a ben johnson over there the offensive head coach what are some of the things that maybe uh, a commander's fan could feel optimistic about with the hire of dan quinn uh, speed and aggression. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, you, you cover the NFC South. I've, I've covered the NFC South since 2015. Like we, we remember the Dan Quinn uh, Atlanta Falcons. They were fast and they were aggressive. And, you know, from that standpoint, that should be something that Washington Commanders fans uh, get excited for. Now, obviously, you got to look at the roster and see who fits, who doesn't and where do we need uh, to make improvements. And, you know, Jahan Dotson's now on social media trying to recruit Micah Parsons to force a trade out of Dallas to come to D.C. So that's exciting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not it's not going to happen, but it's exciting. Um you know, so but that that alone should be a little bit exciting for for Commanders fans because that's really what you've been wanting to see out of this football team for the last three four years under the previous regime that you really didn't get. So at least from that standpoint, you know that approach is going to come with uh, Coach Quinn and whoever he hires as coordinators. Yeah, absolutely, and and that's what I was going to go next. Actually, is the sort of the ripple effect of a new head coach always yep. sets in. Let's start at quarterback. What does this hire of Dan Quinn potentially mean for Sam Howell and the uh, Washington Commanders quarterback situation? You know, I think with Dan Quinn, I don't know that I can answer that question with just Dan Quinn. I think really who the coordinator is is going to matter. And, you know, for me right now, my early two favorites that, you know, I'm going to dive deeper in on, on Locked On Commanders. But on the offensive side, I'm looking at Clint Kubiak, who I think is, is titled like passing game specialist with San Francisco. I know a lot of people like passing game coordinators and all this stuff. But bottom line is he's really focused on what the San Francisco 49ers do from a passing aspect. And when you look at the success that they've been able to have with their quarterbacks, with their passing game, um, that's something that's very exciting. It comes from the Shanahan tree. Dan Quinn's most successful season came with Kyle Shanahan 
Uh, so obviously, you know, you if you can recapture a little bit of that magic, uh, then certainly you want that. And Adam Peters, nobody knows. Well, I say nobody, but you know, from from my foxhole, nobody knows Clint Kubiak better than a guy like Adam Peters. So if Adam is in the building, say, hey, Clint Kubiak could be the next hot thing in the NFL, then why not bring him to Washington and let him, you know, cut his teeth running that offense under under that circumstance? And again, aggressive. And fast, right? That's what you're going to get out of a San Francisco 49ers offense. So that's what you would get there. And now, if that's the case, I don't know, Sam, how it really fits that mold. Because even like a Brock right. Purdy, like Brock Purdy's not the most mobile guy, but he's he's able to stand tall in the pocket and and do all those things. Sam is a little bit more mobile than uh, than Brock Purdy, but not as mobile as say Jaden Daniels, who's uh, you know a, a fairly popular candidate in Washington. So I think if that it's that kind of an offensive coordinator hired, then I think that puts the quarterback situation in much more, I don't say dire straits, but, you know, for Sam Howell's situation, maybe a little bit more in question. Yeah, so it sounds like the next thing for the Washington Commanders is finding that offensive coordinator. You mentioned Clint Kubiak kind of being a guy that you've got an eye on there, but what does this also mean for Eric Bieniemy? Is there an opportunity then in that case that he gets to start talking with other teams and maybe make a lateral move somewhere? Yeah, you know, the, the question with Eric Bieniemy really, I think, boils down to, I think, honestly, internally, they probably already kind of know what they want to do, but I think from the outside looking in, you really have to wonder – how flexible is Eric Bieniemy uh, going to be? You know, we saw the Dallas Cowboys have a lot of success with you know getting the ball downfield and passing certainly, but we also saw them get the ball to Tony Pollard out of the backfield quite often, more over right. thirteen hundred yards of total offense, and that's just something that Eric Bieniemy wasn't really, I don't say willing, but he just didn't do from an execution standpoint. He had a first year quarterback and Sam Howell back there getting sacked at an all time high, but also throwing the ball forty times uh, a game and mostly out of shotgun, and, and that's just something that you know we've discussed at length here in Washington. But again, if, if Eric Bieniemy is willing to be that flexible teammate, pull in the same direction everybody is, uh, then you know, then I think that it's certainly something that could be could be doable. I like Eric Bieniemy. I love talking to him as a coach, as a person, and I think there's certainly talent there. And I think a lot of people also have to realize last year was his first year fully at the reins of an offense. He didn't have an Andy Reid there to say, "Hey, Eb, we're going to do this instead," or you know, whatever the mixture of Eb play calling, Andy Reid play calling. This was the first year was all Eb. So, you know, there's not a lot of people that come into a job and, and, and first year in just just nail it right off the bat, you know, so give them the opportunity to maybe grow from some things, learn from some, some things. But again, internally, they probably already kind of know uh, what that what that outlook looks like. So they if they make that decision, then I think you have to be all on board with it again for the process. If they decide to go a different direction, then certainly could be some excitement there as well. The busy season continues over with the Washington Commanders, and the best way to keep up with every step of the way is over with David Harrison over at Locked On Commanders. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Part of Locked On Podcast Network. David, thanks so much for coming through, bud. Yes, sir. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.